can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. All right, we're back. We're back and we've been having a really hard time trying to figure out how the hell to record this in a high quality way. So um, we didn't want to deliver a low quality podcast to you guys, but we knew that the show had to go on. (laughs) So um, now we're here and we've done several hours of uh, back and forth. Um, I have been like running around Melbourne and like I've been like trying to figure out how we can get this Show yeah, on the Hannah's road. the real MVP. Can produce a podcast in a pandemic. Exactly. Now, speaking of um, pandemics, we wanted to start this episode on a more serious note, which is we mm-hmm. hope everyone is keeping safe and yes. at a distance. We definitely yes. are. Neither of us are in the same room at the moment, which mm-hmm. I just feel like I know you so well that. I don't have yeah, to be in the same I, I room as you. Yeah, I couldn't do this distance thing, like, if I didn't know you, I don't think. How have you been keeping kind of sane and happy and healthy and whatever else? Well, I think you'll be the same, but absolutely the memes are just keeping me going. The memes? Like, they are really are. Giving me life. It's like we're all really thinking and feeling the same way. Yeah, yeah. But I think... The general consensus is that everyone's just trying to keep their spirits high because it is a really scary time. It's very stressful. A lot of people are really anxious, but being able to share memes just really keeps everyone on the same page. I saw a friend recently who was who's single and we both said we're probably not going to have sex for, for four to six months. Like we weren't yeah. sure what the official timeline is. Mm, lucky you've got your voosh. So, so lucky. Like literally going to keep me sane in the coming months. You know what I'm going through at the moment? I'm having regrets over all the things that I binged when I didn't need to binge Totally. So I'm like, why did I watch all of Schitt's Creek at once? Why did I watch all of the bold type at once? I should have saved them for something like this where I really need something to watch. Who are you going to be quarantined potentially with? I assume my parents. I'll say I'm on my own. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got your parents upstairs, so you well, can I assume just go that because we're all we're all in the same building and we have no neighbours that we're yeah. kind of quarantined together. You are. Yeah, just I go hope and so. Stay upstairs. And the other thing that I wanted to ask our listeners is, I had this idea for a dating podcast, <laughs> <laughs> a, a personal one that you're you're thinking of starting. So I like if we get to the point where we can't go outside and I've got to start a hobby of some description inside, <laughs> I was going to dial in my dates for like, yeah. and we're like, we can discuss like dating in the pandemic and like, yep. you know, but also get to know each other. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. So if, if anyone's interested. We'll come up with up. a name for it and let us know on Instagram um, whether it's going ahead. I'm thinking of having a true crime podcast because that's my real think- passion. I seriously think this is the time, Joe. I would yeah. so listen to your true yeah. crime podcast, definitely. I honestly think in another life I might write a novel. I I think that's a good idea. And you're a great you're a great writer and, and you're passionate about true crime. Yeah. I think I also probably could be a detective, but um that's just on a separate note. So so anyway. Uh, this was like, this intro was great. I just feel like I'm like chatting to a friend on the phone. You're going to keep me sane. Can you guys tell that we're lonely? <laughs> that was 
really long intro. I know. <laughs> like we're so desperate for like interaction yeah. with each other. <laughs> so what is on this episode? All right. So on today's episode, you are, excuse the pun, shedding a light on Milky Foot <laughs> um, because obviously now's the perfect time to try it. Totally. Um, the perfect time. And then we're also hearing about your oily skin routine and of course our products we didn't know we needed. It's a really Hannah heavy um, episode. It is. Yeah. Love that for you. Get to know me better. So this week's cringy convo is all about Milky Foot and um, oh, re- I'm so excited for this. The, the reason that I decided to do Milky Foot now was because I was like, this is the perfect time to... There couldn't have, there couldn't be a better time. Now is the time to Milky Foot. So basically what happened was we mentioned Milky Foot on an episode with, our, with the podiatrist, Sarah. Yeah. She didn't necessarily recommend Milky Foot. She said that if you don't have even, I guess, hard skin around your foot or you've got any... Um, cuts or wounds or, you know, any allergies like eczema or fungal infections, you definitely would want to seek out medical advice prior to trying Milky Foot. We mentioned Milky Foot on that episode and Milky Foot reached out to us on Instagram and sent us a couple to try. We lost it. We were like, oh my God, Milky Foot, listen. (laughs) We couldn't believe it. We we, we said we'd made it. Like we've actually made it. Yeah. So, uh, although I did get sent um, feminine hygiene wash by a really fancy brand the other day, so I do feel yeah. like I, I'm yet to hear from Aldi about sending yes. you free panty liners. But well, they're you know, probably a bit preoccupied with toilet paper at the moment. That's true. So. Fingers crossed. I was in there the other day, and the panty liners were running low. Oh shit! Yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you took one for the team. For I us, did. I and did. And you have tried Milky Foot. I have yet to try mine, um, but I will be trying it because I don't have anywhere to go. So yes. I'm going to try it now that you've done it. And you've been my guinea pig, um, and it really hasn't been that bad for you? Look, I was expecting it to be a lot worse. Yeah. So I was expecting the peeling to be less superficial. So the peeling literally is the very, very, very top layer of the skin. So you know when, you know when you get a blister or something and the skin that peels off is quite, there's like, you've got like raw skin underneath. It's not like that. There's no pain. You're not breaking the skin. Yeah. No, it's literally that very top level superficial layer of skin. And it is the most satisfying thing, particularly right now when I've got nothing to do at home. Mm -hmm. I literally sit on the couch with my foot over a bin and just peel, peel bits of skin off. That sounds like heaven. It's like, it's like almost (laughs) like, I'm trying to think of what, what what it's comparable to. Other people probably think that's disgusting, but I'm like, oh, tell me more. I'm trying to think. Do you know what it's like? You know that when you were like in primary school or whatever and you used to do that glue? Oh, yes. What's that glue Clag. stuff? Clag or whatever. And you used to like peel it off and it's and it's this like very thin layer of, it's, it's so satisfying. So mm-hmm. basically the way that it works. So I used the active version. So there's two versions. Mm -hmm. There's the, I think the standard milky foot and then there's the active. So the active, the key ingredients, I really wanted to find out what was in it. So the key ingredients are, man. it's said on the ingredients label, mandelic acid and AHA. Now mandelic acid is an AHA, isn't it? Yep. Yes. Okay, so it must have two types. I I don't know what the AHA is, but anyway, it seems to have 
mandelic acid and AHA, whether or not that's glycolic acid, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. It has milk ferment filtrate. So I'm pretty sure Cleopatra used to bathe in donkey's milk because it has lactic acid in it. And so she had really smooth skin. I love that. So that that would make total sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. So it also has soothing herbal ingredients, but the active version has tannic acid. Um, Don't know. (laughs) I tried to look that up too and I was really struggling. I felt like you should acid. Don't trust me with the ingredients. Um, (laughs) It's got astringent properties, it says. Okay. There's that. And then salicylic acid and below 2%. So salicylic acid is a beta hydroxy acid. So there's a lot of acids in there, obviously. There is. Um, And it's really interesting because I was like, surely this solution what the heck, like surely this can't peel your skin off because within the first day or two, nothing happens. And you're like... Well, it says that it's meant to take like up to a week, oh, doesn't it? it? Do- so what I don't understand... They advise to do it like uh, three weeks before an event or something? Yeah. Oh, no, you would not want to do it in the days before an event. Absolutely not. Yeah. But you basically put on these like little little plastic booties and you leave yes, them on I loved your Instagram yeah. stories. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put this all on an Instagram. I'm not going to put the peeling up unless I, by popular demand. Guys, actually, vote for it, please. Actually, send me a personal DM and I'll send you personal photos because I just don't feel comfortable. Well, what did I say on, to you, Hannah? Oh, you wanted to see the peeling, but I couldn't put yeah. that on I couldn't put that out on public. I did say I'm just trying to find what I said. What did I say? Yeah, I loved your message. Last I said night. I want video content of you peeling the skin off. That's my porn from when I'm for when I'm quarantined. Thanks. I know. So I'm gonna send you that video and anyone else that wants to see that video, you can I can send you send it to you personally. But otherwise, um, I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 keep that one off the gram. I actually said in my story last night, I was like, if you I warned everyone and I was like, if you're my romantic prospect, please do not tap because you definitely don't want your potential date seeing it. Uh, so Unless they're on- like me and they like that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, you would you would love that. Um, yeah. Jo- yeah. Go- men, listening, you. men listening, <laughs> you know what photos Joe's Yeah. <laughs> it's like the opposite of a dick pic, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like someone's peeling foot. Um, <laughs> that's actually. Or popping a pimple. <laughs> or popping a pimple. Um, and so you basically leave the socks on for 45 minutes to 60 minutes. I left mine on for about 50 minutes. And then you rinse your feet under water, get rid of the the, the little booties, the plastic booties. Yep. And then basically within three to seven days, you'll start to see this peeling and it's like, it's relentless. It doesn't stop. My my feet are still peeling. It takes like seven to 10 days or something, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. But, the, but the bottom of my feet is like a baby's bottom. Like your feet, yeah. will, it's never been softer. She came in this morning and she was like, <laughs> from a distance, she took her foot off and she was like, how good does my foot look? And her toes had like skin like <laughs> falling off. I was like, oh, oh my God. So I was in the car with my mum the other day and there was like skin falling on her like nice car. And she's like, Hannah, get your feet out of my car. And also I'm going to have to wash all my sheets because it's going to be dead skin. I might do it tonight because I've got nowhere to be the next few weeks. I think you should. Um, The only other thing that I'll say is that you should probably well, you should, not probably. Um, you should definitely, and, and Milky Foot suggests this, to do a spot test. Yep. Um, because it is, a, a, it's a pretty intense formula. So if you have sensitive skin or eczema or op- anything like that, you definitely don't want to be using this product. How would you do a spot test? 
Uh, so they basically, Milkyfoot recommend that you simply apply a dab of the formula from the sock onto a part of your foot. Uh, and if okay, there's right. no reaction, then you then they say that you're fine to use it. But look, okay. I would look. I would actually go back and listen to the episode with the podiatrist and get. I mean, her yep. she was she wasn't a hundred. She didn't seem to be for them. Um, I think she said if you're a completely healthy person, it's fine. But you wouldn't want to use it, as yes. you said, if you have like wounds or anything on your feet. Yeah, and Milky Foot do not recommend using it if you have um, a nail fungal infection. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then um, definitely consult a doctor if you're unsure. But anyway, that was my, um, I, I'm I'm loving it. But to be honest, if we weren't practicing social distancing, like I don't, yeah. I don't know when I'd have, because we have events usually on. So it's, yeah. it's kind of difficult. I know, I was thinking I'm never going to have a time when I can it, do this. It's actually winter when you're wearing boots. I think is the time to do it. And then apparently if you have socks on and you pull the socks off, all the skin comes with it. <laughs> You are, sh- it's like you're shedding skin, yeah. like shedding, yeah. but it's super satisfying. Oh, like peeling it off during video conferencing calls. It's like, so like, <laughs> like that's what I've been doing. Um, so yeah, that's Milky Foot. Hannah, you get a lot of questions about your skincare routine because you have oily skin. I do. And so we've decided to share that with the world. About what you're doing for your skin. I've like really, really researched this topic. Yeah. Although (laughs) I think when you first started with us and you weren't using anything good on your skin, I think you've got it managed now. Like you know what to use on your skin. And I when you started, I was like, is she dehydrated? Like she I don't know what is going on. Well, I think I actually think there's a couple of things. Yeah. When I started a door, I had constant breakouts and I think when you have all that that oil um Mm. it can clog your pores and definitely make you more prone to breakouts so if you're not managing your the oil production um and the overproduction of oil then you definitely will be more susceptible yep basically um sebum your skin as we've spoken about on previous episodes um sebum is actually not bad so we're like we're like we're shit talking sebum, but sebum's not not bad because it actually protects the skin from becoming dry and irritated. Mm-hmm. But it's oily essential skin, for healthy skin. Yeah, and so thank you. And so, <laughs> um, but oily skin types tend to have enlarged pores, which which produce more oil. Mm-hmm. Um, so oily skin could be for a variety of reasons. It could be genetics. It could be environmental, um, which stimulates the secretion of the sebum. It could be over cleansing the skin or over exfoliating the skin, medication, cosmetics, hormonal changes. There's so many different reasons why we may experience oily skin or why we may constantly have oily skin. So Hannah, mm. you are like a true example of a classic oily skin. And I I haven't got acneic skin, but I definitely would have classic oily skin. I think there's times where I've thought it was combination. And I was reading today that the issue with some people not being able to correctly identify their skin type is that they're not then using the right products. Yes, absolutely. um, That's so true. Yeah. So I think one of the biggest issues for me that when I don't sort of treat 
my oily skin is that when I get breakouts, um, when there's like an overproduction of oil, basically I experience post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation and that Mm -hmm. literally does not go away for so long. An interesting point on um, not using the right products for your skin. We've talked before about um, you using like a rich moisturizer under a totally. dewy foundation and then wondering why you're shiny throughout the day. So that's an example of you probably not um, prepping your skin in the right way for your skin type. Um, you could definitely still use that foundation, but you're not prepping your skin properly for your skin type. Yeah, I've totally learned my lesson recently. I've been changing up all of my products, which I'm going to talk about today, um, because I literally was like, particularly if I was going out at night, Mm -hmm. uh, my skin just like, it was like sliding round. If you aren't prepping the skin with like a a oil control or mattifying primer as well, you might find that the colour of your foundation is oxidising too. So you might find that while it's also separating on your skin, you're also turning a bit orange. Um, and the other thing that you re- that I've learnt probably from Joe was to you got to wash your face. You really yeah. got to you've got to wash your face, but you but you don't want to use products that are going to dry it out because mm-hmm. the skin can actually then create more oil if you yeah. try to strip it and dry it out. Mm-hmm. So let's get on to the products. Yes. So I um, I've written I've actually come up with quite. I was trying to think about it. And I'm like, oh my god, I use so many products. It's crazy. So <laughs> I'm looking at this list just, now. Like, I know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've gone. I've okay. gone cray cray. She has. So I'm going to start with skincare. So basically, I double cleanse. So I will use an oil cleanser. Oil cuts through oil without disrupting the skin's balance. Is that right? That's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I really like a cleansing balm, something like Clinique's Take Off the Day. Mm -hmm. Then I'll go in with a foaming cleanser, which will remove really stubborn oil, makeup and SPF. Um, My skin at the end of the day, if I don't wear makeup, it is just like you can just feel like there's a layer of like oil and grime on the skin, yep. particularly if you're wearing SPF as well. So I use a salicylic acid cleanser, the Cosmetics Clarify Salicylic Acid Foaming Cleanser. That's a, a good a one. Twister. That's a good one. Yep. In terms of exfoliation, so I have been really quite nervous about using um, AHA solutions or, you know, liquid gold or mm-hmm. um, any 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 of those kind of um, exfoliants that strip the skin too much, I, I just find that I, I do tend to break out. Mm-hmm. So I have discovered the, this is new, De Lumiere Aesthetique. So they have an AHA, AHA 20% oily skin solution, um, which will, it, it won't strip the skin and it's still really active, but you you don't get that really tight, dry feeling. Okay. A 20% AHA is quite yeah. intense, but it must have some other ingredients in it that keep the skin balanced. So it's got some hydrating and soothing ingredients. It's okay. like kind of a, it's kind of like got a bit of a it's not like you put it on and your skin dries out. It definitely yeah. has that hydrating feeling like it leaves a kind of film on the skin. Okay, yeah, Murad have one similar to that too, and it's got kind of like a, a AHA and also like an oil part to it. So it doesn't yes. strip the skin of anything. It's yes. kind of restoring moisture at the same time. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. I highly okay. recommend if you want a hardcore acid uh, without stripping your skin because you have yep. oily skin, definitely give this one a go. It's also mm-hmm. got a really, really good pump. So like it's yes. easy to use. 
got the pump top. I love that. In terms of serums, so look, SkinCeuticals have been spoiling me lately and they've, um, yeah. they have they sent Joe and I um, to go get a consult with a couple of cosmetic surgeons, Dr. David Topshin and Dr. Scott Ellis, which was amazing. We had the like the best time learning all about, I guess, the the link between skincare and cosmetic procedures. Mm -hmm. We talked a lot about injectables, didn't we? (laughs) Yes, we did. We certainly did. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so basically I'm using four SkinCeuticals products at the moment. So if anyone uses the C for Rulik, it is like our best-selling vitamin C serum. They have a version for oily skin types called Floritin CF, which is a really Mm -hmm. high-potency antioxidant serum and it's specifically formulated for oily and combination skin types. I am also using the Blemish and Age Defense, which is a salicylic acid solution, but it's also for aging, which is amazing. Um, I think that's one of the best products. Like how good is that? Seriously. It's made for people with adult acne. That's awesome. So good. So I use that as a spot treatment. I don't put that all over my face, although I do put it all over Mm -hmm. my nose because I've got so many blackheads. Yeah, it helps to exfoliate the inner wall of the pore. And then the SkinCeuticals HA Intensifier, it's really important to maintain hydration levels, even if you have oily skin. So I'm loving that Mm -hmm. one. You also love that one. You know, that's one of my faves. Um, Another one that I've been using is the SkinCeuticals Retinol 0.3%, which is actually like it's their lowest retinol, but it's like super strong still. So um, it is. Yeah. It is a a pure retinol, I believe. It is. It is. But the reason. Which makes it a bit stronger than what you'd be used to in a 0.3% form yeah. usually. So start that one slowly, but um, retinol is great for oily skin because, and particularly like me, aging oily skin, um, retinol targets fine lines and wrinkles, skin tone, texture breakouts, but it also helps to control sebum production. PCA do have a retinol specific for oily skin types. So it has, if you're not using another salicylic acid product that actually has salicylic acid in it. So that's called the... PCA also have some great products and I think it's such an underrated cosmeceutical brand. Totally. I have quite a few PCA products and I just think not enough people yeah, know about them. They, they, that, that one's, they've got some really um, specialised targeted treatments. Yeah. Yep. They've got a retinol for sensitive skin as well. Yeah. So this one's PCA Skin Intensive Clarity Treatment. So that is a 0.5% pure retinol um, for, yeah, oily combination skin. In terms mm-hmm. of moisturizer, I'm actually using the Beauté Pacific oil-free moisturizer. So it's it's actually just smells really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you, do you know that Beauté Pacific have like a specific smell? It smells that no. Their, oh my god, I love do all their products smell the well, same. Well, I don't know if this is I've never noticed that. I don't know if this is true, but I notice a smell with all their products and I love it. Okay. I'll have to pay attention to that. So this one will um, give you hydration but won't clog the pores. Obviously, it's oil-free. I also have been using this religiously for a really long time now is Aspect B. Is it 1-7 or 17? I think it's 17. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is a vitamin B um, niacinamide. It's B, I think it's B3 and B5. It's actually, I think, got like a patented blend of like, I'm not... I'm not. It a, probably does. Yeah, it if does. If they're saying B17 in the name, maybe it's got like 17 forms of vitamin B or something. And then in terms of SPF, please don't forget your SPF. I actually still am using my Ultraviolet Supreme screen just because I love the finish of it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's such a good SPF, but... If you really do have oily skin, you might want to try the ultraviolet clean screen. Yeah. Okay. So that's covered off skin, but I think the 
Probably most important part is the makeup because I think a lot of people with oily skin are just confused about where to start with their makeup, how to prep their skin properly, how to get their foundation to last all day. So you've kind of found a way around shininess. Definitely. I've spoken about this on the podcast before. It is, I call it a glazed, it's glazed donut. Yes. You found a way around. I like being a glazed donut, but I don't have oily skin. So mine's like a semi-glazed donut, but you're full on glazed donut. It's like a donut that's in oil. Like like bu- okay. bubbling in oil. <laughs> sure. Okay. So it's like when you go to Donut King at Northcote Plaza yeah, and totally. you ask for a hot cinnamon donut and they put it on the... Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Got um, it. So I... This is the this this is the biggest tip for me is you're going to have to, if you don't want to look like that, you know, three hours after applying your makeup, you're just going to have to become best friends with a matte finish. Yes. I just, I have been using like, like satin finish, um, dewy fit, like I've been using everything. And honestly, they all end up looking oily. You really have to kind of um, accept that if you want your makeup to, I guess, last all night, um, you're going to have to kind of go with a bit more of a matte finish. And I've got a way around that. I've actually been um, using highlighter. Okay. Yeah. I don't usually use highlighter because I'm like shiny enough. <laughs> oh, I use a shitload of highlighter because I've been, I've been using, I've been using matte, matte um, foundation. So in terms yep. of primer, um, oh God, I, I mean, it doesn't really matter what, what primer you use, but I use a mattifying primer. So um, at the mm-hmm. moment I'm using the Lancome Prep and Matte, um, but you can go onto our site and literally go to primers and I think you can filter. Smith and Colt have a good one. Yeah, for, they um, do oily skin as well. It's actually, it's charcoal, isn't it? Yeah. But it goes on, yep. but it, but it goes on clear. It comes out black, but it goes on translucent. Yeah. Uh, and in terms of foundation, look, the Estee Lauder Double Wear Foundation is um, obviously amazing. I love that one. But the one that I have basically been using forever and I, it's my, it's always been my holy grail in terms of, um, medium to full coverage is mm-hmm. the Max Studio Fix Fluid Foundation yep. because it also controls oil production. That one's a really, really good one. And, and did you use that in, you did a YouTube, um, yes. you filmed a YouTube video recently yes. where you put a full coverage foundation on, you ran around the block. Is that one of the ones that you did? Yeah. So I did on one half of my face, I did double wear mm-hmm. and on the other half I did Max Studio Fix. Okay. So they both look, the double wear definitely is like, it's like bulletproof, but but they both lasted really well. And mm-hmm. the girl that I did it with didn't use a powder, like a, a powder over the top. And so she was like an absolute, like it was falling off her face. Yeah. <laughs> So, and she doesn't have oily skin. So, and if you want to see this video, um, please subscribe to the YouTube channel because it'll be coming out soon. But I use the, in terms of powder, like if I just use a setting spray, not enough. Yeah. Have to use a powder. Mm-hmm. So, It Cosmetics Bye Bye Pores Translucent Powder. Um, there's a there's a loose one and then a press for your handbag, um, which you can take out with you at night. That is a Godsend. Yeah, it I've heard that's amazing. Translucent. It is the best translucent powder I've ever used. It like oh, big call. No, but I've been using a lot of different translucent powder. This is next level. Okay, it, it, like it. It literally like airbrushes makes your pores go away. And anytime I use it, people comment on it. Interesting. Okay. And, and then I do also use a setting spray because I'm really extra. So I use the Makeup Forever Light Velvet Mist, which that's new, skin. isn't it? 
Yeah, it is new. Yeah. I've, I've started using it because it um, controls shine and mattifies the skin. So that yeah. one is definitely for oily skin types. Mm-hmm. You always talk about how your mascara transfers and you get panda eyes or it's like running down your face. So yes, mascara is very important here. <laughs> so what are you using? It, I would say mascara is one of the most important things to get right for an oily skin type yep. because it, literally like if I want to do, because I really like that look where you like put heaps of mascara on your bottom lashes, mm-hmm. you cannot do that even with a waterproof mascara with oily skin. Okay. Because I think waterproof mascara is really for crying. It's not really, it? it's not really, <laughs> is it? I don't know if it's for oil because oil, because remember oil removes makeup. So true. So that's yep. why I, I, so when I think scientifically. Yeah, that's actually how, a really good point. I think that waterproof doesn't actually help if you're like oil is yeah, like your okay. oil's gonna that's, take that's your makeup. That's a really good point that you make. <laughs> I've never thought of it that way. So I now we did find out that this wasn't a tubing mascara, but it really kind of feels like a. I haven't used a tubing mascara, so I'm not really sure the difference. But mm-hmm. this it's Estee Lauder Sumptuous Rebel. It's mm, sweat sumptuous and you. Sumptuous. It's amazing. It's like the best mascara. So the way that the only problem with it is that if you come home at night, you, you have to and and you've had a few drinks. It's like you really got to like put the effort in to get it off. You can't just you can't just use micellar water in bed. Yeah. So it's a little bit challenging to get off. So I definitely don't that wear that day to day. That's mm-hmm. that's event event mascara. Okay. And that is like I feel like a pretty solid list for anyone that's got. If anyone's got oily skin, you do not need anything else because that's everything that I use. But to be honest, you'll you'll be out quite a few thousand if you go through the whole. Well, now you can direct people to this podcast episode when they send you a DM. (laughs) I know, and I get people all the time asking me. So this is literally everything that I use. Well, sorry if you don't have oily skin um, and you've just wasted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but there's. But there's a lot in there that you can use on not oily skin as well. And also if you've got um, acne-prone skin or you you have the occasional breakout. Great. Well, thanks for filling us in on your full um, skin and makeup routine. I appreciate that. I feel like I didn't... I feel like I didn't breathe. I just feel like I was talking <laughs> without breathing. You need a glass of water. I, seriously, I feel really dehydrated right now. <laughs> this is how you must feel after every episode. <laughs> Okay, so product that we didn't know we needed. I seriously, can I just say we're getting to like the end of our recording. Like it does not feel like I'm not with you. It feels like I've been with you this whole time. I know. This is going to be fun. If you recorded a podcast with someone that you don't know well, it would be quite challenging. It It would be. Because like you just, I just know... I know what face you're making right now. Do you? <laughs> yeah, like I just, I know, I, I know when you're like, I know like the inflection of your voice. Like I obviously, it's like we're married and like I know yeah. when you're like angry or like frustrated. Like yeah. I know. Even okay. through your voice. I, I bet our listeners do as well. Yeah, I think they would. They probably, I, I, I'd be interested to know if they can tell that we're not together or it's like we're together. Yeah, because a lot of our um, listeners feel like we're their friends, which is so nice. Cute. Um, And then sometimes I think it's strange because, like, I don't know them, but they know you and I. (laughs) Yes. So it's a bit bizarre. They know a lot about me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Seriously. Okay, so off the back of your um, makeup routine, you mentioned that you used a shitload of highlighter. So what are you actually using? So this was the product I didn't know I needed because to be honest, I said in an earlier episode that I don't like highlighter and that I don't use highlighter. Mm -hmm. But because of like this new makeup routine, I've like been, it was actually because of my sister's wedding. The makeup artist put so much highlighter on me. I was like, damn, I look so good with highlighter. Yeah. And so I'm using the MAC Cosmetics Hyper Real Glow Palette in Get It Glowing. Mm -hmm. It is, honestly, it's got three shades. Yeah, that's a really nice palette. It's got three different shades of highlighter. I like mix them together and then I use the bronze to do like that, to do a bit more... um, contour vibe. Okay. What brush do you use? Um, I actually use a, I've been using like a um, angle, like an angle brush. Okay. Is that wrong? No. Like I don't That's use, fine. like a, I don't use a highlighter brush. Like I actually just like, yeah. I, pack, I pack it on like bronzer to be honest. I use a really, um, like a really small brush, like the Real Techniques setting brush, which I also use to Yes. I have another one that I use to apply translucent powder because I only do a tiny bit of powder. So that like really allows you to be quite precise with where you're applying it. Well, I'm not precise. I'm I'm pretty aggressive. Yeah. 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 I've, been go- <laughs> I've, been, I've been going to town with this I stuff. I can imagine. <laughs> hey, it's been, I've actually, um, I've actually been getting more comments on my makeup since I've started using this. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good I, to know. Yeah. I think it it really gives it that kind of like makeup artist look because I usually am like super basic and like I use, you know, one bronzer and one blush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the product that you didn't know you needed? So mine's a bit of an interesting one because I've never used another product like this. I know that there's others on the market, but my PWDKWN is the new Freo Bear. So this is a microcurrent device. Um, so I've never used anything like it. And to be honest, it feels a little bit weird on your face when you first use it, um, because it vibrates as well. So like, you'll know if you've used other Freya products, their whole thing is these T-sonic pulsations. So that's meant to help all of your products absorb into your skin better. It's meant to, um, stimulate blood flow and all of that. But the microcurrent, um, in the product, you might have heard that other, like, celeb facialists use this kind of technology to lift and contour and refine the skin. And it's meant to be like a non-invasive facelift. So I haven't used it long enough to determine whether I've had a facelift. But but Um, Joe, you already look like you've got had a facelift. Well, I hope so. (laughs) But I'm hoping that this will I'm hoping this will help lift my neck. Because I sagging necks run in my family. So I'm really I'm kind of focusing this (laughs) on the neck and jawline. Can we talk about back to our um, our consults with the cosmetic surgeon? Yes, yes. You did say that they, I mean, they said that my neck was, was I had a nice neck. Yes, they did. They said you've got a great profile. Yeah, but your neck wasn't as good as mine. No, my <laughs> neck's not as good. I've got a bit of a double chin situation. You do say that quite a bit, but I really yeah. have never noticed that. No, I, think- I see it all the time in photos. I think I do, but I can see it in my dad. And so I'm like, that's going to happen to me. And I just want to make sure that I'm firming my jawline. So that's kind of why I'm using this device to hopefully um, prolong uh, when I'll need a neck lift. 
Um, but when, yeah, the microcurrents, not if, not if the microcurrents when. are meant, yeah, if, not if when <laughs> the microcurrents are meant to stimulate those um, muscles and promote a more lifted appearance. So yeah, it has I been definitely. used in the medical industry for a long time. So I kind of trust that it's doing something. Um, but if you're concerned about that sagging along your jawline, maybe it's time to invest in a bear. Nice. Well, can mm. you give us a little demo on stories? Um, yes, I will. Out. I'm going to upload an IGTV, so that'll oh, be up, awesome. hopefully by the yep. time this episode goes out. Head to Adore Beauty on Instagram to see yes. what it's all about because it's kind of hard because I'm now lo- I'm looking at it on their website and it's and it's hard to describe it over yes, podcast audio. Yes, certainly is. There's a lot of things that are hard to describe over podcast, um, but if you go and see it in the visual form, it'll make a lot of sense. Um, and please feel free to keep like chatting to us via DM because we are separated and I know. Um, we're going to try and do some lives. Um, honey, you should do a live on your personal Instagram. I might do <laughs> one on my personal one too. We, Joe and I are going to do one together. On Adore yeah. Beauty. <laughs> so we're going to do at Adore Beauty. So if you're interested in like getting more interactive with us, we're going to be yeah. home. So we're going to be home alone. Yes. So yeah. let us know what you want to see. So we know that skincare and, you know, my oily skin is the least of anyone's problems right now. But <laughs> It is we, a good distraction though from totally, all of the stress and anxiety that's going on in the world at the moment. So if you guys are happy for us to just keep talking about skincare and makeup and beauty, then we're happy to keep recording it. So yeah, thanks for joining us for another episode. We will catch you next week. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. 